All right. First podcast of 2022. Immediately, I'm thinking, crap. Why does that always happen? I mean, maybe it's just me, but like, I feel like it's an every, everyone thing. For me, like if I'm about to go out to like the bar or something or dinner, if I'm, a, if I'm walking out the door, my stomach says, ho, 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 not so fast there, bubble boy. You got to go take care of some business. Then you get to the porcelain throne. Nothing happens. Here I sit, broken hearted, tired of shit, but only farted. Every time I go play golf, get to the first tee, and then it's just like, <laughs> you're not hitting this ball. You're running back to the clubhouse to go drop the kids off. Okay. Or you're going to have a miserable day. I think when you get into your 30s, actually, no, this happened to me in college. It's alcohol, I think, probably. Anyways. All right. First episode of 2022 off to a blazing start. Let's call Brandy. See what she's up to. Ding a ling a lang. Bing bong boom. Hello. What's up? Hi. Happy hey. New Year. Happy New Year. Happy freaking New Year. Is it cold there in LA? It is. It was like 37 degrees this morning. What? Yeah. I was watching a Good Day LA, which by the way, I love how every LA news station, the weather woman is like a washed up supermodel. Oh yeah. The weather's going to be like 60s to 70s this entire week. We might get some rain on Saturday, but probably not. Got it. What's it like well, in Nash? It's, it's, oh, it's snowing. My sister sent me a picture. So much snow. I mean, not a whole lot of snow, but it kind of looks like it looking out my window. Yeah, snow. There's snow. Yeah. So azzy girls happy. Thrilled. Like beyond thrilled. Yeah. Just like Except not in this moment because I'm inside. We're inside. Yeah. <laughs> but she has a decent front yard with the doggy door, so she's fine. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they usually live on a farm. You know, she could she could roam the world. Yeah. Too much freedom is not a good thing, you know? That's like America's slogan right now. <laughs> 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 like a little freedom, great. Too much yeah. freedom, trouble. Too much freedom, oh no. We won't be able to handle a global pandemic with too much freedom. You know? <laughs> yeah, I do. We won't be able to handle an election with too much freedom, guys. Everyone's oh, going to freak the fuck out. Oh, God. We're, I'm going to get so much hate for saying that, but whatever. It's funny. It is funny. Yeah, whatever. Grow up. Start laughing at it, America. Fucking Betty White, dude. <sighs> so sad. You know, here's the thing. As if 2021 couldn't bend us over and teach us a fucking old Irish prayer more than it already had, then... It kills Betty White and just kicks our dick in the dirt, just like that. <laughs> you know? As if it couldn't get any worse. 2021 was like, not so fast, motherfuckers. You're right. It was really sad. It was sad, man. Here's the thing, though. They were like promoting the fact that she was about to turn 100, you know? I know. And that was the KOD. Once you start talking about something, not going to happen. Yeah, the KOD. Kiss of death, baby. <laughs> But I did see some, like, some TikToker was like, hear me now. If 2022 ends up being a good year, then Betty White was our sacrificial lamb. She was our Messiah. She Ooh. died for our sins. And this is yeah. why 2022 is great. Yeah. I'm not getting my hopes up, though, you know? I'm not either, man. Like, it just, nah. it's just not getting any better. Yeah. It's really not. I know. All right. So this is a positive start to the show. Uh, did you have a great holiday? <laughs> I did. I had a really good holiday. Wait, did we, did we podcast? After Christmas or no? No, we didn't. Oh, we wow, 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 wow. I yeah. do feel like it's been a while, uh, Wife Tears. I did. I had a really nice, low-key, laid-back Christmas. Cool. The fam all came in town for about a week, and we just spent a lot of quality time together. It was really great. And then the day after Christmas, we all flew to Miami. 
Miley had to be there all week for rehearsals for her New Year's show. So I went and laid by the pool for three days. It was really great. And then I flew to Denver on New Year's Eve and played a show there. Super litty. Great time. Met some YFTers actually in Denver. They came out to party. uh, Had a really good time. And then I flew home on New Year's Day. And here we are. I do want to talk about New Year's. Yeah. But I also want to talk about Christmas. And it's just a lot. I got a lot to get through. But I'm going to start. Should we start the show and then get into it? Yeah. Okay. We get started out. Yeah. Go for it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy, first episode of 2022. Will it be worse than 2021? Who knows? We shall see. Probably. Probably. New Year's Eve mm-hmm. is the end of a long run of holidays. You yeah. Know? And mm-hmm. by the time I get to New Year's Eve... Your boy's over it, all right? Oh, yeah? Done. Oh, I love New Year's Eve. Don't care anymore, I love throwing the past year in the trash and getting a new one. It's great. For us, we host everything. We host Halloween. We host Thanksgiving. We host Christmas. And then we host New Year's Eve. And I'm like, you know what? Can can I fuck up someone else's house? Is that at all possible? (laughs) Can I come over to your house and fucking drink 17,000 White Claws, throw zero of them away, shoot off the fucking poppers all over your kitchen, not worry about cleaning that shit up, because not my house. Can I eat the pizza and then give all the crust to your dog? Can I do that? Can I fuck up your shit? I'm so over it, all right? And I know this is so so curmudgeon but here's the thing. I, I do love hosting. I love hosting, but... New Year's Eve, like I'm, I'm getting kicked in the like a dick in the dirt four holidays in a row, you know. And by that time, I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Now, all that to be said, I had an amazing time for New Year's Eve. You looked wasted in the photos you guys posted. So yeah, you know, I was feeling no pain. I was gonna go out in style. I was gonna burn the house down, like not literally, like the Talking Heads song. But here's right. the thing, you know, I can't think of a worse way to start a new year than to be hung over. Yeah. It's supposed to be this like rebirth, even though it's this arbitrary date celebrating one trip around our sun. I'm sure it's like rude and paganism for some reason, but like has no actual astronomical significance whatsoever. But it is like the idea of rebirth or whatever. And like you're starting anew, but you're starting anew. The first thing you feel as you're starting anew is diarrhea, Ew. throw up, Mickey D's Postmates, death. You know? That's not how you should start mm-hmm. anew. You're right. I had McDonald's on New Year's morning. I will say this. Like, say what you want about Mickey D's. A- Egg McMuffin slaps. <laughs> yeah. Slaps. I like the I like the the biscuit myself. Oh, dude, biscuit's too dry and flaky. You, you, oh, you, like, I love a biscuit. You're, you're doing I this, love a biscuit. You're doing this the other time? No, 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 no. It's like stuff. Not if you not if you're like biscuit, OJ, OJ biscuit, oh, yes. you know? No, that's too much. Anyways, <laughs> so I want to talk about New Year's Eve because okay. one, there's a party, like all my friends were there, I saw, and I was annoyed that I wasn't there. But I wouldn't Where? In Miami? In Miami. Who was there? Uh my buddy Tanner, who I play golf with. Bunch of like, like at, they were in Miami or at Miley's at thing? Miley's thing. They were. Yeah. And I was like, bummer. Like I should Weird. be there more than you guys. Like what? <laughs> Miley knows my name backwards. Sort I should of, be yeah. there. 
But it looked great. But I will say this, one of my favorite things, and I'm sure it's been talked about ad nauseum, was the wardrobe malfunction. I, I assume, which was in like the middle of the climax, the crescendo of the show, her kibbles and bits come out and she's able oh, to yeah. play it off like nothing. Dude, I w okay, so I was just talking to my mom about this last night because we were we were both just like, I was bragging on her. I was like, you know, everyone's talking about how like she pulled it off so well, like so smooth, you know? Um, and my mom was like, yeah, backstage, it wasn't so smooth. And I was like, oh my God. Like, because uh, I was so shocked at how quickly she was able to come back out and finish the song. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like, it's live. So it's not like you can just stop the song and start over. Like there's only so much, right? Like there's, you have, you're on like a strict time schedule for like a live show. And so they, the band had to just keep playing. Yeah. But my mom said like, she came backstage, right. And got back there and I won't name names, but she asked for a, like, there was a, a, a guy member of her team, uh, wearing a t like a big t-shirt. And she was like, give me your shirt. And he was like, no, oh. he wouldn't take his shirt off. And she was like, give me your shirt. He was like, I can't because he didn't want to take his shirt off. Yeah. And uh, she was like, oh, my gosh. And then went to the there's like a quick change area back yeah. there because she does so many words. And she I think she just grabbed the first thing she saw, which was the red jacket and threw it on. But like, I mean, I'm just so impressed. I, I guess I'm not surprised that she pulled it off so smoothly because I know her and she just she can just take everything in stride and she's just great on the spot. But I mean, it was glorious. I loved it. Yeah, it was it was impressive, I suppose. But I guess you have to. I guess that's, a, that's something that you need to be ready for, like a contingency. Like if, if there is a wardrobe malfunction, you need to be ready for something yeah. like that. That's what my mom said. She was like, okay, now that this has happened, now from now on, we're going to have a plan. We're going to yeah. have like an extra something like right behind the stage from now on because, yeah, what a nightmare. So that guy's getting fired though. Yeah. <laughs> T-shirt guy's getting fired. Probably not, probably not. But she, I don't think, she, I mean, I'm sure she wasn't thrilled. I'm not thrilled with him. <laughs> I, I told my mom, like, if I had been standing there in, let's say I was in, like, a shirt without a bra underneath, and she asked for my shirt, I would have given it to her and stood there, like, with my hands for over my For sure. Piss. Like, I would have, been, of course, like, take it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. Understand the gravity of it all. Like, you're not on TV. You're <laughs> not in the middle of party. It was a party in the USA. Was that, was it that song? It's like the song. Yeah, you know? it's like, <laughs> I assume it's like everyone. <laughs> I think everybody was just so shocked, yeah. right? When she came, because I don't know if you see like the the back of the stage like opens up, right? And closes when she comes in and out. Yeah. And that's what happened is she like went back there. And I'm sure everyone saw her come back in the middle of the song and was like, holy shit, like yeah. what? You know, and I'm sure it was a very shocking moment, but so funny. Well, she did a great job. Look, like it was a lot of fun. Pete Davidson, I don't know. If, I'm sure you've seen the meme. This is what I assume Beetlejuice looked like while he was alive. Oh, I haven't seen that meme. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it seemed Did like you watch the show or we, no? We kind of were bouncing around. We'd go to like from Seacrest to your sister yeah. to the dumpster fire that was Andy Cohen and... Anderson Cooper. Every year I'm amazed when I watch that that they have careers. And but then it like <gasps> it's I'm just saying like like they haven't been fired for because I don't know if you've ever watched what happens with Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen, but basically the shtick is that Andy gets trashed and Anderson kind of gets drunk, but he's kind of a lightweight, so he's like not really getting drunk. And then Andy just goes on rants. And every time I watch it, I'm like, how's it going to fire? But then I'm like, this is inspiring because if this guy can do this, 
I can do this. And like, this could be my shtick down the road. Cause I could definitely get drunk on TV and just start yelling. Like he goes off on, on, uh, mayor de Blasio. And also like, here's my thing, Andy, <laughs> I love it. But here's my thing. So unrelatable for 99.99% of the country who don't live in Manhattan and have any idea who the fuck Mayor de Blasio is, you know? That's like me being like, the Ralphs on Coldwater is ridiculous. I can't believe it. everyone be like, I don't even know what that is, you know? Like, yeah. first of all, what's a Ralphs? Where's Coldwater? What's Studio City, you know? Like, anyway, so I'm always just like super motivated and proud that like that is, that's a real job that someone gets to do. And then maybe I can yeah. do it one day, you know? I think so. Putting it out there in the universe. Yeah. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Well, you need to go back. I think it's all on YouTube. You need to go back and at least watch Miley perform with Brandy Carlisle. Oh, I did watch that. Did I, how freaking good was that? It was my favorite part of the whole show. I love Brandy Carlisle. I know you do. I mean, she's phenomenal. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. I have a picture of Brandy and I, Brandy Carlisle and I, from my Lightning 100 days, and we look like siblings. I think my, <laughs> my caption on Facebook, so before Instagram, was like, found out that Brandy Carlisle and I are long-lost siblings, and, and then to see her, you know, up there on stage with Miley, I was like, wow. Two... Roads diverged in the woods. <laughs> and Brandy took the one less child by and now is on stage at New Year's Eve with Miley Cyrus. And I'm yep. wasted in my house. <laughs> yeah. And then Denver was fun. Denver was fun. All of New Year's Eve just turned out to be so different than any of us thought it would be just with COVID escalating and yeah. Omicron and all that. And just like, I mean, you know, for Miley, it was like that, like things just totally changed with her whole production. And then when I got to Denver, kind of same thing, like, you know, they were enforcing masks and then they capped the capacity and like every, you know, every, every couple hours it was something else. And, and at first I was a little worried. I was like, Oh no, like, are people even going to come? Like, I wouldn't want to wear a mask all night at a party. Like, sounds hard but uh, you know we got to do what you got to do to keep the show going and all the stuff but it turned out to be totally fine people did show up it was great and we had a blast we really did it was fun this was the first so i've played on new year's eve almost every year obviously not last year but almost every year for the past like four or five years and this is the first year that i got to do the countdown oh nice um and it was really, really fun. That's how we started the set was with this big countdown and everything and the confetti and champagne. It was just so fun. Was DJ Blake there? 
No, Blakey was doing his own show. Was he? Yeah. Because like, I feel like a Blake's gonna gonna enter this show a lot today because like, we've got news on Blake. I was gonna say, do we talk about the rumor? Yeah. So apparently he's dating the chick from Too Hot to Handle. Is that what it was? No, Love is Blind. Love is Blind. It's yeah. like, Riri, is that her name? Rihanna or Gigi. Gigi? Come on, I was close. Get with it. Get with it. I think so I. What's, I've what's funny her. about this is I just I didn't know anything about this until I was scrolling Instagram last night Same. and it popped up on my explore page. Same. Like I haven't. I mean, I've seen Blake sort of recently, but I haven't talked to him in a minute. And like, this is news to me. So I was dying. Like I had no idea. Yeah, I was like, when I saw it, I was like, nah, it can't be because I've. I, I saw Blake at the wedding. That wasn't too long ago, right? And, yeah. And so I was like, he hasn't mentioned this to me. Not that like we talk a lot, but. And then the internet sleuthers of like showing the house compared to like where she is and he is and yeah. like the house. And I was like, yep, that's his house. Like 100%. That is, oh, yeah. Gotta like, be. Without a doubt. She's <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> you guys didn't even try to like change things up or anything, you know? Not at all. Also, I didn't even really recognize her with her dark hair. I think she looks great. Yeah. Love the dark hair on her. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, well yeah. excited to see what happens there. She's gorgeous. Yeah. And then the segue is, is that Blake dated one of the chicks on Clayton's new season, which aired on yeah. Monday night. That I also just saw that too. Dean dated the Gabby girl. Okay, I didn't know any of this until after I watched the episode. Yeah. And the whole episode that I was like, oh, this Gabby girl is so annoying. Like, I think she was my <laughs> least favorite girl of the yeah. night. And then I saw that and I was like, what? <laughs> I know. I'm playing golf with Dean on Thursday. I'm going to get the scoop, man. I'm going to get everything. You gotta. That, gotta. He's told me about her before, like in passing. Last time we were talking about The Bachelor, he was like, yeah, I think a chick that I used to date is going to go on the show. Yeah, whatever. It didn't care, you know? Like, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. And then now I, I'm watching, I'm like, oh, this is, I need more information. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to talk, Batch? Yeah, why not? Let's get her out of the way. Yeah, let's just do it, right? Yes. Yeah. Let me just start by saying. Start by saying. If somebody doesn't tell Jet, is his name Jesse Palmer? Yeah. To stop talking with his hands, I don't know if I can continue to watch that all season long. It's so funny because I have the same problem. Um, oh. and it was like the last time Sarah and I did, we did the, like, that like Petco variety show and mm -hmm. she was like, wow, you talk with your hands a lot. And I'm like, yeah. So what it is, I don't know if this is how Jesse got it, but I know how I got it. When you're on the radio, you're taught to talk with your hands a lot because it makes you more expressive. And I can see that. And so it helps with like trying to get the point across. It's a byproduct of my old profession that I can't now help myself moving my hands a lot. And so like, even in paradise and stuff, they'd be like, put your hands down. Or, or like when I was doing best in dough, they were like, you talk with your hands a lot. And I'm like, motherfuckers, this is how it is. So when we were watching Jesse last night, which by the way, I think he did a great job. But yeah. while we were watching it, Sarah was like, you and fucking Jesse did the same thing. <laughs> Seriously. And I was like, yeah. So hearing you be like, I can't handle it. I oh, can't shit. handle it. Well, Cause I didn't get the job, I guess. Uh, I will say this, and this will be my last thing I say about Jesse because he's a super nice guy. And I know there was a lot of support for in Bachelor Nation for me to get that job and not Jesse. And that's ridiculous because he's very qualified and a super nice guy. And he was actually the Bachelor. Here's my thing on why Jesse is going to be good at that job. They've gone back to the original formula of what made that show very, very popular. He's on it very little. 
just like mm -hmm. Chris was on it, very little. I We just need you for like three things and that's it. And not to say that like Caitlin and Tasha didn't do an amazing job and they did it differently. The problem was is the focus was on them a lot. And that in turn takes the focus away from what you want, which is the crazy contestants and the shticks that they're doing. You know what I'm saying? I think he was in the show like the right amount. And I think he did a good job. I could see that. Speaking of Caitlyn, I feel like we, I don't know if we really talked about after the final rose. Have we talked about that? No. Maybe we so. have. Caitlyn did amazing. He did a good job. On after the, like even like Miley watched it. We watched it. That it was the week of Christmas, I guess. And Miley even was like, wow, Caitlyn did such a good job. You know, like for her to have never done something like that. Like, I, I mean, I thought she was phenomenal. Yeah, she did a good job. I did like at the end when she was like, and good job, Caitlyn. <laughs> like, did you just, did you just... It was kind of confusing because the camera wasn't on her <laughs> yeah, when she says that. And yeah. you're like, wait a second. It, what? <laughs> I like Instagram storied about it. Please tell me that this was originally a Tasha line from Prompter that they forgot to take out. And then you, Ron burgundy <laughs> this thing. And she was yeah. like, no, I just wanted to give myself some props. And I was like, fucking A, good for you. That's, you know, I, know. I like that. Loved it. But I thought she killed it. Okay. Off the bat, do we like Clayton? He's fine. Yeah. He looks too much like Jesse Palmer. And I think I don't like that. I, they look like <laughs> twins standing there. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If Clayton gets sick, does Jesse like, <laughs> is he like his understudy for dates or something, you know? Yeah. Like, I know. That, or like I get over, get like two shots, like get, get like over the shoulder, shoulder shots. Just like when we can't get, get Clayton in there, like bring in Jesse for the old over the shoulder shot. You'd never know it wasn't him there. You'd never know. Everyone's in the same boat. Even, even me. It's like, who is this guy? How do you make this guy the bachelor? No one knows who he is kind of a thing, right? Mm -hmm. They did a smart thing. They immediately brought mom in. And mom, mm -hmm. you're like, oh my God, mom's the sweetest thing in the world. All right, I'm in. I'm on board, you know? Mm -hmm. I thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's fine. I mean, you know, with The Bachelor, it's just more about the girls, the contestants, you know, which is what makes The Bachelor so great. Absolutely. The, the lead is not really the lead. The lead is supporting actor mm -hmm. then speaking of the girls let's go through it i mean i feel like we've, we've gone back to the golden era of the bachelor where like it's a lot of hot mess expresses and i'm here for mm -hmm. it oh yeah you love the hot mess express gotta you know mm -hmm. yeah lawyers and doctors no you mm -mm. no thank you no thank you all right yeah yeah i need more personal trainers oh yeah i need flight instructors who are also I love her. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. Did anyone catch that she was like, I'm a flight instructor and a flight student? Wait, hold on. Wait, are you are are you teaching people and also learning how to fly planes at the same time? Because that seems dangerous, Rachel. Don't know if I like that. <laughs> yeah, how can you be a flight instructor and not a pilot? That seems off. Yeah, that's like being in med school and also being a fucking doctor. Wait, no, hold on. Can you do surgery or are you learning how to do surgery? I'm confused. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I do like her. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ivana, the bar mitzvah dancer, which by the way, didn't know that was a thing. But now that I know that's a thing, love that that's a thing. That she wouldn't talk to him and then she doesn't get to talk the entire episode. <laughs> like, what did she think was going to happen? Who's such a bold move, Ivana. Terrible play. Love it though. Right off the bat, here's my main complaint about the show is that the super tease at the end, they show the last three. Like, why are we doing that? They do, but part of me wonders, 
if they're cutting it weird so that we think we're seeing the last three and it's not the last, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like something they wouldn't do is like spoil it. It's weird. Wait, my other favorite person is Elizabeth, the real estate advisor. Which one? I don't remember her. They like did like a whole package about her and she was like at her desk not being like, this house is going to be great for you. You know? Oh, not the girl from Op Oppen Oper Oppenheim, Opperheim, whatever. I don't know. Or yeah, maybe. I don't know. Right? Anyways, there's a real estate person there that's blonde. By the way, a lot of them are blonde. Uh, yeah. That I was like, are you auditioning for Selling Sunset or are you trying to get engaged? Because. Okay. I, but one of the girls why. is on Selling Sunset. Or she's not on sell Selling Sunset, but she works for that company. Oh. So it's not the same one, is it? I don't know. Oh, the spray tanner girl is nuts. That's the one that gets sent home, I think. <laughs> yes. Claire. Let's talk mm. about Claire. Fucking crazy. You're not going to like what I'm about to say, but I wrote oh, it in my no. notes. I wrote it in my notes. Claire gives me big Olivia vibes. I could kind of see that. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's it's no it's no knock on Olivia because I feel like Olivia's ha had like a lot of like emotional growth over the years and also oh, yeah. kind of probably got a bad edit, if that's a thing. But She's the same as Olivia is. I don't know if you remember, but Olivia would just like spiral out of control, you know, or like totally. it started one thing that all of a sudden it was like this huge other thing. And you're like, wait, what just happened? The difference is Olivia was never mean or rude about Ben or to Ben. Yeah. Whereas this girl is saying, I hate him. Like, yeah. What do you what do you think's gonna happen if you're going around telling everyone on camera that you hate the guy that's the bachelor? Yeah. I mean you're projecting a little bit. Well, yeah, but it's crazy. I know. I, I feel bad for people like that because I wanted her to stick around. I want I want more of her, you know? Like I want some <laughs> I want a lot more snowballs of of just debauchery. But well, you know okay. what I, you know what I didn't like about the Claire thing? Is that it didn't show her exit. I want to see her crying in the car. Oh, yeah, they didn't, huh? You know, I want to see her crying in the car. I want to see him be like, you know, kick rocks, lady. Let me walk you out. But that's not what happens. They just walk across all the girls and then that's it. Yeah. Okay, Kate is the girl that works for, I don't know if it's Op Opperheim or Oppenheim or whatever group. It's real estate in LA. That's the Selling Sunset Company. Oh, it is? Yeah. All right. Well, Kate or Elizabeth, they're both auditioning for Selling Sunset. Let's just be fair. Okay. Oh, I see Elizabeth. Yeah. She's a real estate oh, advisor. She's, okay, yeah. She's the Colorado real estate yeah. chick. We got to talk about Sally. Ver oh, Sally. I thought you were going to say Virgin Teddy. We got to talk about that, no, too. We'll, we'll get this Virgin Teddy in a second. But we got to <laughs> talk about freaking Sally, who, by the way, her lower third, her Chiron, is previously engaged, which is hilarious. It's horrible. It's hilarious. And <sighs> God bless the editors that for doing that. I love that. My question is, what's the point of this? I don't understand. Why are we spending so much time on someone who doesn't want to be there? To that, I answer, you know Sally's coming back. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You know? I could see it. I was kind of thinking they just wanted something to happen that they could say, never before happened on the show. Maybe so. You know, like, they love to say that shit. Well, and also the line of the first rose I have offered someone she didn't accept. I feel like Sally's gotta come back. I like Sally. I like her too. I also need to know more information about the end of the engagement. Yeah. I feel like there was chatter on the internet that it was, the optics were that she broke up the engagement to go on the show. Got it. Not sure if that's true or not, but that's like kind of what I feel like the vibe was on the internet. Mm -hmm. And if so, 
I need Sally back on that show immediately. I think there's a good chance she could come back. Yeah. Wait, how about the chick that brought two shots of like whiskey? They had Which one was she? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But they had two shots of like, I think it was like Jack Daniels and Fireball, like the little airplane bottles and they cheers. Mm -hmm. And all the girls started freaking out. They're like, oh, they're really bringing out the big guns. They're bringing shots. I'm like, the big guns with sh with airplane bottles? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that cool. No. There's a 33-year-old who's saying that she's a cougar? Oh, yeah. I'm offended by that. I'm offended by that. That's not a cougar. <laughs> You gotta be in your you gotta be in your mid you gotta be in your 40s. mid forties to be a cougar. And yeah, even then, say. even then you're on the low you're a young cougar. You're a kitten cougar. I think it's the girl that also her occupation is social media director. Oh god. Well. I think it's the same girl. She's thirty three. There's quite a few girls that are thirty two. Yeah. Well, how old is he? I don't know. He looks like a baby. He does. Clayton is just making out with everybody. I know. If I look back now, like, on if this ever happened to me, like, I, I had ways that I thought I'd want to do this show. It never occurred to me to be like, you know what I'm going to try to do? I'm trying to make out with everybody. Like, <laughs> why not? You know? Let's see if I can make out with everybody. Let's see if, I can, if we can get, like, Omicron to everyone. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you didn't get made out with on night one, you didn't get a rose, it seemed like. I know. Was there anyone that he made out with that didn't get a rose? Like, I would love uh, to know that. Not sure. Not sure. And then also, why is the old lady there? Like, an old lady comes and is like, what? I'm it, I'm assuming that was a plug for their, like, elder bachelor show. Like, I know. What, what? But I don't think they've hated. started filming that. It. it was just, I, I felt bad for Clayton. He was just like, what do I do here? You know? Me too. He's, no, I hated that. Yeah. Very confusing. Uh-huh. What do we think about Teddy? I love her. Like, first impressions, love her so much. Yeah. But she's not in any of the teasers for the rest of the season. So she either gets cut, or like, real quick, or, which I would assume, since she's a virgin, that she's probably going to get cut real soon. I do like that she was like, I'm not going to kiss him on the night one. And then she was the first person to make out with him. Like, all right, I Teddy, know. get it, girl. I know. Or maybe they're just going to, like, surprise us and she will be in the end. I don't know. I think that she will go kind of far. First impression roses get far just, I feel like, no matter I what. But I let, really do like her. I'm going to say I'm gonna say this right off the bat. If Susie doesn't win, Susie will be the next Bachelorette. You think? Yep. She is, like, a cross between Hannah Brown and Debbie Ryan. She looks like... <laughs> wholesome Miss America. I'm telling you. That's where my money's at. I mean, I like her. I think she's really cute. Very cute. Great hair. Great hair. Is that all your real hair? It can't be. I also like Genevieve. Unfortunately, she's not oh, blonde, she? so I'm not sure if she's going to go very far, but... Uh... Oh, I liked her too. I feel like there hasn't been a blonde bachelorette in a hot minute. I feel like we're due for a blonde bachelorette. Yeah, I agree with you, but I do feel like Hannah was ombre. Now, Burnett. Yeah. All right. So I gave you my thoughts on who I thought was going to win. Oh my gosh. It's way too soon to know who's going to win. That's what's fun. We got to, that's, I want, you got to have. I'll tell you who my faves are. Okay. I do love Susie. Okay. I love the wannabe pilot, whatever she is. Okay. Do Rachel. love Teddy. I just don't think she's sticking around. Okay. And I really like Eliza. I like the, the German girl. Yeah. I like her. Eliza's hot. Yep. I actually kind of like Daria, too. I mean, I just like Daria because of the show Daria, and I just hope that she oh. has that type of personality. I like that she's a law student. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, those are yours. I'm, gonna, I'm going with Susie, Genevieve, Eliza, and then my dark horse. 
Sally's coming back. Sally's coming back. I kind of like this Hunter girl too. And I'm not sure if it's just because I really like the name Hunter or what, but she's cute. All right. Is that enough batch talk? Yeah. Yeah. But we're in for a good one, I feel like. I think so. I'm excited. Me too. I don't know who the villain is yet, but I'm excited to see. Mm-hmm. I just love The Bachelor so much more than The Bachelorette. No offense, but um, I just do. So I'm excited. Yeah, I do too. You know? Yeah. You have some other fave things, bro? Bro. Bro. Okay. For some reason, during Christmas, Fam Bam, we all went down a documentary trail. Cool. Have you seen the Brittany Murphy doc? No, but a lot of people have been telling me about it. Oh my gosh. Must watch. It is so sad. And so freaking crazy. Like, you have to watch it. All right, so why do I have to watch it? I loved Brittany Murphy, right? Like, when I was in middle school, like, she was in all my favorite movies. And you all, like, you always kind of knew that she was kind of quirky. And I feel like a lot of, especially comedian actresses, like, are a little off, right? And that's what, like, makes them such great comedians. Like, you always kind of knew that about her. But watching this, it's like, holy shit, like, she was really off, you know, and just like really did not make some great choices. And I feel like so much of that had to do with the way Hollywood treated young women then, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, people just br- like being brutal about saying things like some agent tells her like, you'll never be a leading lady because you're too fat and don't have good hair. Like yeah. just crazy shit that they would say to this young girl And her mom seems like a complete whack job, which is so sad to me. And I really do feel like that's something that has set Miley apart in all of this. Doing like entertainment from such a young age is like having my mom, who's not a whack job in her corner and like by her side every step of the way, game changer, because there's so many like young girls in Hollywood whose moms are whack jobs and that just affects them so much, you know? Um, I had no idea. I think I was just too young to, like, really realize, like, what was going on with her and the guy she marries. Whack job. Sociopath. Complete freak. Like, you just got to watch it. It's just mind-blowing. It's called What Happened to Brittany Murphy? This two-part documentary series presents an in-depth, intimate portrait exploring the vibrant life, career, and mysterious circumstances surrounding the tragic death of 90s actress Brittany Murphy, now streaming. All right, I want to watch that. It's really good. I remember when she died, I remember like, no, everyone really was like, no one really knew how she died, you know? And Mm -hmm. they kind of go into it. It's like the autopsy said she had pneumonia. Yeah. But the whole scandal of that is like a a girl, a 30-year-old girl with pneumonia shouldn't be dead. You know what I mean? So it's like, what are the underlying things here? And then I also don't know if I was just too young to really also realize like, that her husband died not long after her of the exact same thing in the exact same bathroom. Whoa. And again, like the autopsy says pneumonia, but it's like, there's no fucking way that these two people died, you know, in this span apart from each other in the same bathroom from the same thing. Like, it's just so crazy. Yeah. Gotta watch. Oh man. Also, okay. I know we've talked, like brought it up before, but I hadn't seen it yet. Have you watched the way down workshop documentary? No. What's that about? Uh, it's on HBO. It's called The Way Down, and it's about the quote-unquote church in oh, yeah. Brentwood, Tennessee. Yeah, remember? yeah, We've talked about this a lot. It was the girl with the big hair. Dude, talk about a whack job. Yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's it's just so great. I guess it hits harder for me because I grew up passing this quote-unquote church every single day. And I think I've said before, like, I worked at a restaurant here called J. Alexander's, and they used to come in and eat every single whatever it was Thursday for lunch, you know, and they would sit at the same table and it was this group of like six of them 
And so now watching the doc, you realize it's Gwen and her kids who like, you know, I guess by the time I worked at Jay's, like they were adults and then their significant others or whatever. And they all looked like whack jobs. They all looked crazy. And they would all order this like iceberg wedge lettuce with no dressing. Like Mm -hmm. it was the craziest thing ever. And we all just like, you know, thought they were such a spectacle. And so to watch this, this documentary and see like what was going on at that church and it just cults are so mind-blowing to me because I'm like, how do people believe this? Like, it's so sad to me that people can get sucked into something like this. You know what I mean? It's like, you want to believe in something so badly that you'll believe this crazy shit. Like, it's just wild. Yeah. And then talk about scandal. They happen to die on a, in a plane crash in Percy Priest. Okay, you've seen Percy Priest. It's this big. It's the size of a freaking nickel. What are the odds that you crash into that lake? It's like you have to aim for that lake if you're going to land there. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. It's fishy. It's fishy. Mm-hmm. Well, they're swimming with the fishes now. Why not? They probably pulled them out of there, I suppose. This Her whole church started on this, like, way down workshop thing that's a diet is what it is. Like, her whole thing was based on losing weight. You know what I mean? And so all these people, like, came to this church and did what she said and lost weight. I mean, there's people that come on here and say, like, I lost 100 pounds doing her way down workshop. Like, okay, I'm sorry. That's not a religion. Yeah. That's called a diet. Yeah. And, like, yeah. She's great with that, like kills it. Like whatever her diet is, is working because people are getting skinny. Great. But don't call it a religion. Don't drag God into it. Like it just blows my mind. Yeah. Way down workshop sounds like a workshop to learn how to give like good blowjobs. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Does it? It does. It does. Oh my God. I watched most of Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts thing. Which is also of course you did. Yeah. Well, I mean, my fiance did, and I was in the room. Yeah. There's a couple takeaways that I've got from it. One is that Daniel Radcliffe so badly wanted to slam Helena Bonham Carter, which I'm here for because I think that she's married to Tim Burton. But anyway. Oh yeah. So he (laughs) he she had him sign something, you know, at the end of the movie or whatnot, and he wrote like, "If only I was ten years." older than we could have been together or something like that which is like all right daniel radcliffe all right harry potter the boy who lived love that you were trying to go after like arguably one of the worst people in the movie but like obviously the best one of the best actors that was great but the other thing that i really took away from it that like i kind of need now is that we kind of found out we didn't kind of find out we found out that emma watson hermione had a huge crush on tom felton draco when they were kids, but Draco or Tom was a couple years older, so he always felt like an older brother thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that Emma's dating somebody, but let's be fair. Like that's going to fizzle out because now the world knows that Emma and Tom need to be together. And I am shipping it all the way to Hogwarts and back. All right. Oh, we're bringing ship into 2022. Yeah, we're bringing ship. Okay. Into 2022. I need, right. I need them. I need them to be together. All right. And also, Tom, I know that you were a couple years older back then, but like, what were you thinking? What, like, you know, what, 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 what were you thinking now? You know, or like in your, mm-hmm. in your like your early 20s, because Emma Watson's a babe, you know? She is. And, and not, not for nothing, Tom, but like, you haven't aged that gracefully in comparison to Emma Watson. So, like, get up, hop on the good foot, buddy. Take down Hermione. And also, what a beautiful story. That would be Draco and Hermione? Come on, here for it. The other thing was, 
They completely cut J.K. Rowling this thing. She was in it like five times, but every time that she was on it, it said previously recorded in 2019 to be like, she said this before she said terrible things about transgender people, so uh, we got to kick her in, I guess, because she wrote the fucking books. thought that was hilarious. It was okay. If you're a big Harry Potter fan, great stuff. If not, whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't need it. Got it. Did you watch Don't Look Up? I watched Don't Look Up. I loved it. It is phenomenal. And there are so many people that don't, I feel like don't understand what it's about. Okay. What do you mean? What do they think it's about? I think a lot of people think it's like why Hollywood is entitled and shitty and um, what like that like social media is the downfall of society. And I could be wrong, but I feel like it's very obviously about climate change. Obviously. Right. And then also Uh like political division in the country. Obviously. Yeah. Like Leo's in it. Like, of course, it's about climate change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like the message was lost on a lot of people. Like, just going through TikTok and stuff, a lot of, I felt like people were talking about it as if it was a different movie than I watched. And I was like, oh no, this is all, this is climate change, right? This is. And I thought it was very political. I thought Leonardo DiCaprio acted circles around everyone. And that was a stiff cast to act circles around. I know, but he's Leo. Like, of course he did. I don't know. I mean, but you're I, right. I mean, Meryl, Meryl was great, too. I really liked her in it. She, but, she, she yeah, was great. Leo, everyone was Leo, good. Leo was the show. Also, Jonah Hill is just so damn funny. Yeah. I, I, so funny. So what I heard about Jonah was that he didn't have a whole lot of lines. They were just like, just say stuff. And that's a lot of the stuff that's in there. You know? I love that so much. <laughs> and I don't know, like, so I watched it on the plane. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I was like, I feel like I need to watch through the credits, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there's like two extra scenes. Oh, Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, yeah. So if you watch all the way to the end, past the credits, Jonah's got a scene at the very yeah. end that is funny as hell. Yeah. He does a selfie video. What's up, fam? Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Everyone should go watch that movie. It's It was really, really well done and also hilarious and also really sad, I feel mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I also thought that Tim Chalamet was really mm-hmm. good. He was really good in it. He was really good, yeah. I didn't know like where his character was going, but I appreciated it. And yeah. Okay, I'll go into some things here. Okay. We started Yellowstone. Finally. Okay. Good Lord. And I have a couple complaints just from the first season. Okay. Yellowstone, Kevin Costner, the people at Paramount Plus. I don't even know where the fuck this is, where I watch it. Paramount. Paramount. Why are you constantly showing us animals getting hurt? I don't need it. I don't need that part of the show. That stops happening. Okay, good. I'm, someone gave them that note, being like, hey, I don't need to see a fucking coyote get run over for no fucking reason right now. Like, I'm not yeah. sure how that's driving storyline. I don't need to see, like, a meth explosion of a double-wide trailer and then a dog dragging his back legs. Like, I don't need that. That yeah, that was very off-putting, and I was like, mm. I can see why I can see why I originally watched the first episode and saw those horses died and was like, eh, don't need yeah. this in my life. This makes me feel terrible. Mm-hmm. But we push through. Okay, good. We, we persevere. Okay? It's a good show. It is a very, very good show. It's a great show. Here's my confusion with you. It is succession just in the countryside. And you not liking Succession makes me very confused because I'm watching Yellowstone being like, not only is this kind of like Succession, it is a one-to-one representation of Succession. 
My mom says that too. Here's the difference though. There's no action in succession. There's no one's dying really. I mean, no one dies, I don't think. No, there's no death. There's no action. I don't know. It's just different. Like it's succession is just so boring to me. It's well, the difference is, is that one is a comedy slash drama and then one's a drama. Also, there's no hotties in succession. Yeah. There's hotties everywhere you fucking look yeah. in Yellowstone. Fair Damn. enough. Fair enough. Who's the hottest? You get a hottie. You get a hottie. You get a hottie. You get a hottie. <laughs> like, everyone gets a hottie. Yeah. The sister, the sister's pretty hot. and Everyone's hot. She gets naked a bunch. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good show. I was like, not only is this kind of like Secession, it is like, ex like it's the same character. It's like the same amount of siblings even, you know? And like all the siblings mm -hmm. are the same, you know? Which brings me to my second point. Have you started watching 1883? No. Do you know about 1883? I do not. Wow. I can't believe I'm on the front end of this for you. Wow. So 1883... It is the prequel to Yellowstone. Oh. And it follows the Dutton family on a journey west through the Great Plains towards the last bastion of uncolonized America. Is this a new show or an old show? It's a new show on Paramount Plus. Oh. oh. And so it's Sam Elliott, who's like a famous, he's in the what? Big Lebowski and Tombstone. So he's the main character. Tim and, and Faith are in this. And Tim McGraw plays... What we assume is Kevin Costner's great-great-grandpa. And I will say this. Tim McGraw, first of all, was handed over one of the greatest scripts anyone's ever been given. His character is so fucking badass. And, and you know what, Tim? You're a great actor. And I'm proud of you. You're really, really good. I actually think you're a better actor than you are a singer. Sorry. Facts. Wow. Faith. Take it or leave it. She's not quite as good of an actress as Tim, but Tim holds his own up against Sam Elliott, who is like a phenomenal actor. And so here is my maybe controversial point. Maybe not. 1883 is a better show than Yellowstone. Wow. Love it. I mean, it's much more of a Western than Yellowstone is. Yellowstone's like a modern day Western, whereas this is like a Western. Like they are in a wagon train and going across the fucking Native American lands and having mm -hmm. to deal with... It's Oregon Trail, basically. Right. But it's really, really good. And you should watch 1883. And also, it makes sense as to like why Kevin Costner is kind of a badass because his mm -hmm. great-grandpa or grandpa or whatever it is, is a badass. Love that. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. It's perfect timing, actually, that they put this out because... Yellowstone's finale aired last night. I have to. I haven't yet to watch it, but we just finished the first season of Yellowstone. So how many seasons are there? There's three. Okay, well, we'll catch up I pretty think. quickly. Emily in Paris season two. So good. It's just the. It's the best worst show I've ever seen. It's just so great. Miley and I cruised through it. We watched it in like a day. It was. Uh, I love it so much. I love Lily Collins. Have you watched it at all? No, but Sarah's big <sighs> into it. And I would love to know if Sarah is. I want to know which guy she likes. She's in a bit of a love triangle. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm not going to watch that show, but maybe, <laughs> but maybe I'll bring Sarah in one episode just to like, yeah. get, just to like get her thoughts on it. Just touch on it. Yeah. It's just so good. I finally finished. It's a book I literally started forever ago. Mm. 
I don't, I guess I just like, I don't know why I haven't been reading books, but because I laid on the beach for three days, I cruised through it. Yeah. It's called We Were Never Here, and it's by Andrea Bartz, who uh, she also wrote The Herd Mm -hmm. and something else that I read. Oh, The Lost Night is another one of hers that I read. So I've read all her stuff. Uh, and this is her newest book. And it's really good. Like, I feel like somebody needs to turn this into probably a Netflix film. I wouldn't do a series, but I think it could be a great movie. So without giving anything away, I'll kind of tell you guys the premise. So it's about these two best friends, these two girls that are from, like, Minnesota or something. And their whole shtick is that they travel together. So the book opens with them in Cambodia. And they're on this, like, girls' trip. And one of the girls goes back to their hotel room with a guy. And he tries to rape her. And the other girl walks in on it and kills him. You know, but just trying to get him off of her or whatever, like accidentally kills him or whatever, but they're defending themselves. And because they're in Cambodia, they're like, holy shit, like we can't go to jail. Like we have to just ditch the body and get the fuck out. Right. That's how the book opens. So you're like, holy shit, like where could this go from here? Long story short, the girls, even though their best friends grew up together, one lives in Minnesota, one lives in Australia. So they both like go back home to where they live. And then and like fast forward like a year later, they're on like another trip in South America. And I don't want to ruin anything for you guys, but basically it's about their travels and it does take like quite the turn. And I'd say like a third of the way into the book, it gets really, really good. So if you start it out and you're like, where can this possibly go? Stick with it. Really, really good. Loved it. You know, I love like a female power story. I actually thought it was the best book of hers I've read. Nice. Yeah. I've got a book that I'm almost done with. I've got like maybe quarter of it left. I'm absolutely enthralled with it, but I don't want to talk about it until next week. I want to be done with it before I I bring it up. So next week I'm going to tell you all about a book called An Absolutely Remarkable Thing that is so good. That's the name of the book, by the way. An absolutely remarkable thing. Do you know who Holly Humberstone is? I don't think so. I didn't either. My We were playing golf the other day, and my brother started playing this song from Holly Humberstone, and I was like, who is this? For real. This is amazing. So this is a song called Falling Asleep at the Wheel that, like, I was Oh, all... we're, we're going to get sued or what? I mean. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> There's a chance. Yeah. Just for a second you're talking But I'm just pretending you have my attention I'm falling, falling asleep at the wheel I made you think it was real If you think we're strong enough Come on and wake me up You never looked this tense before we met Back up, back when we were so innocent All this emotion that we're buried in Tied up, fired up on this adrenaline How am I supposed to be? That's Holly Humberstone falling asleep at the wheel. Do you like that? That's a very Wells Adams song. (laughs) I don't know if that... (laughs) But yes, I did like it. Yeah, I thought that you would like that because she's kind of singing in cursive, which I know you like. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I have one... TikTok song. Oh. This guy doesn't have this on Spotify yet. And I even commented on the video. I was like, you need to get this on Spotify, like immediately. His name is Joe P. So J-O-E and then P. I don't know if this is the name of the song, but his caption under the song was Little Guitar versus Giant Coat. She paints her nails a different color so her mother doesn't worry. 
dancing all alone on her tippy toes New Year's Eve She feels exactly like the weather in December in New Jersey But she said this year I think I'm gonna be a ghost on I mean, am I right? Like that needs to be released immediately. For sure. So good. Anyway. Very Wells. Yeah. Whatever. That very Wells means a good taste. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Is that all we got? I guess so. We went through a lot. I feel like that was. We did. I feel like that was a lot, you know? Yeah. All right. I saw a couple of messages from YFT years being like, where the fuck are you this week? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I need some stuff to listen to. It's so I thought we told everyone, hey, we're we're taking off for the holiday. We did mention it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So sorry. Back so off, sorry. guys. Mm-hmm. Need a break too. But I'm happy to be back because, you know, idle hands the devil's playground. You know, <laughs> I don't do well. I don't do well when I've got nothing to do. I really don't. I I know. I do not do well. I am a man of structure and balance. <laughs> and if I've got nothing to do, oh, your boy's going crazy. Cleaning shit I don't need to clean, you know? Yeah. Working out more than I should. Huh. Co- Is that a thing? Cooking food that, why are you making so much food? You got so much in the refrigerator from all the holidays. The 17 holidays we just did. All Fair. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, glad to be back. Me too. Hey, by the way, everyone, go uh, go comment, uh, rate, and review the the show because that does help like push us up in the rankings and stuff and get more people listening and stuff. We're going to bring back fuck you very much. So here's the yeah. thing in 2022, this is my, this is one of my resolutions. We, we didn't talk resolutions, by the way, my resolutions is to bring back a few things from the show that we haven't done in a while. One is fuck you very much, which is, which is a great segment where we read people's comments from the, like the reviews on the Apple store or whatever. So please go make comments there and then I will read them on the show and give you shout outs. But give us five stars no matter what you say. The other thing we need to bring back is Erotic Grandpa. Oh, do we? Erotic Grandpa is great. You know? If we must, if we must. I feel like it's a segment that like was a popular thing that like we just stopped doing. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's get the hell out of here. Yeah? Yeah. Love y'all. Love you guys. Um, Happy 2022, you know? Happy 2022. We're here, man. We did it. Oh, no. All right. Hey, bye. Bye. But she said this year I think I'm gonna be a ghost on This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.